Welcome to episode one of the Rusty Fox Farm podcast. Rusty Fox Farm is a two-acre homestead in progress in rural southwest Ohio. I'll talk about what I'm up to in the kitchen, garden, and craft room. This is the first episode, so I apologize if it's a little rough. I listened to quite a few podcasts myself and decided it was time to try one of my own. My parents now live in my grandparents' house, which is situated on two acres. For about 10 to 15 years, it's been allowed to grow up, and what I remember as a field when I was little is actually now a very thickly wooded area with a lot of underbrush. We've slowly been clearing that out and replanting the garden that used to be in the backyard. We've fenced in a great deal of the yard, and we've also built a chicken coop. It's a slow project as we're also renovating the house, but it's coming along good, and eventually it will be the homestead we want it to be. Professionally, I work in the marketing department of um, a company that's in the grocery industry. I work with a lot of mom-and-pop type um, grocery store owners, um, but that's what I do as a job. But what I really like doing are things that are related to homesteads, um, old handicrafts, just any kind of craft, really. Uh, we also raise chickens. Like I said, we have a chicken coop. Currently, we have 14 chickens at the farm with three more laying hens coming and 20 meat chickens coming. And then at my house, which is only about a quarter mile away, I have another five laying hens. One of my big goals is to work towards self-sufficiency uh, as far as produce goes, building a root cellar, getting a greenhouse, growing our own meat, and having the chickens for eggs. Those are all things I'm really interested in doing. To a lesser extent, I'm interested in going off-grid as far as electric goes, and I actually have um, a turbine that was a Christmas gift that I will be setting up hopefully soon now that the ground has thawed. That's a little bit about me. If anybody is interested, feel free to ask a question, leave a comment on the blog where the show notes will be, and I will answer it. So moving on to In the Kitchen. I have been reading the book In Defense of Food by Michael Pollan, and just bear with me here. I realize this isn't really about cooking, but it is related. I really enjoy listening to Michael Pollan talk, and I enjoy the documentaries he's done. But this is my third time trying to read this book, which I've heard is a fantastic book, but I have found the beginning of this book extremely dry. Uh, it's a lot about um, the science of nutrition and studies that have been done, and I just have not found it very interesting. But on this try, I've actually muddled my way through it very slowly. I'm a fast reader, and I've been reading this section of the book, which was about 100 pages for two weeks now. Um, but I finally made it to part two, and it got really interesting. Um, if the whole book had been like this, it would be a great read. But now he's talking more about the history of our industrialization of food and why our food is the way it is. Uh, he's talked about why our food isn't as healthy any longer because of going to market times and wanting things to last longer. Um, it, those things make our food not as healthy as they used to be because they're being grown for production and not so much for the quality of the food. And then a lot of it is why we don't really know why whole foods make us healthier. Scientists have a lot of theories, but they don't really know. But they do know and will admit that when people eat whole foods, they're healthier. So... 
that kind of got me thinking. I've wanted to bake my own bread for a while. I'm not a big bread eater, but I do like bread. But if you look at the ingredients in store-bought bread, it is crazy. Really, bread should not be more than three ingredients just for a basic bread. But you can do some additions that make it a little different. But nothing to the extent of the chemicals that are in store-bought bread. I was on YouTube looking for an English muffin recipe because I was trying to figure out how you shape them, which that doesn't really relate to this conversation, but that's how I ran across the channel. The Bread Kitchen, um, which is hosted by Titley Nihon, I think that's how you pronounce her name. She's a British lady. All of her videos are three years old, but they're still really good, and I don't think she's producing anything new now. But she has a lot of different breads on her YouTube channel, and all of her videos are very informative, and I find them very amusing as well. I don't know if it's just her accent. Uh, she sounds a lot like Mrs. Doubtfire, but I am really enjoying it. So the first recipe of hers that I made was the basic white split tin bread, and this is a bread that's made in a bread pan, but it has a hard crust, more like an artisan bread. And it does have a really good flavor, but that hard crust wasn't what I was looking for. Uh, what I was really wanting was an everyday bread with a soft crust that would be good for sandwiches, grilled cheese, that kind of thing. So I tried her recipe, the Pandemie, which isn't spelled that way because it's French, but uh, if you go to her channel, you can find it. I thought this bread turned out really well. It had a really good taste. The only problem was I only had one bread pan when I was trying to make it because I was not prepared. And I don't have a Pullman pan, and I'm not sure that's something I would invest in anyway. Um, but the bread ended up kind of dense because it couldn't rise long enough because it was overflowing my pan, and I just stuck it in the oven. Um, I think if you, you split it into two pans or used a bigger bread pan... It would turn out a whole lot better, so I will be trying that again this weekend. Another thing I've been trying to do is eat more fish. I don't like fish unless it's breaded and then coated in ketchup. Uh, my parents, who I eat dinner with every night, either mom or I cook most nights. Um, it's just easier since I live alone to cook over there a quarter mile away, and it's just easier on our budgets, and it's really convenient. So they like fish. I do not. Um, but I was told to try a recipe called teriyaki salmon with sriracha cream sauce. And I was told it was a good recipe. So I tried that tonight. And it was really good. I was surprised. The salmon did not taste overly fishy. And with the rice, it was really good. Even Dad ate the sauce, which is unusual for him. Uh, typically, when I make a recipe the f for the first time, I don't do any substitutions, but the sauce called for sweetened condensed milk, which I try really hard not to use unless it's for something like caramels. So I substituted that with half and half and honey, and I thought it tasted really good. And we will now be adding this recipe to our recipe box and making it again. For the kitchen, that is all for this week. In the garden... Um, it's starting to get warmer now. We're getting up to in the 70s sometimes. At night, it's pretty much staying in the 40s and 50s, but it is still getting cold some nights. So I can't plant everything, but I did buy a tomato plant 
I was really wanting a fresh tomato the other day, and while I also try not to buy started plants, I did buy this because it was an early girl tomato, and in theory, in two months, I could have a tomato outside. So I'm going to plant that in a patio pot, and then I'll be able to bring that in if I need to, if, if the temperatures get too cold. I also set up the seed table I built last year. It's made of PVC pipe and fluorescent shop lights. It worked really well last year. I got a lot of healthy tomato plants and some other plants that I started. So this year I'm really trying to use that and not buy any plants at nurseries for the garden. So I started six varieties of tomatoes, bell peppers, eggplants, cauliflower, broccoli, cabbage, watermelon, five varieties of zinnias, which are my favorite flower, catnip, and basil. I'll also be growing my own dill and cilantro this year, but I plant those directly into the garden as well as some other seeds, which I will talk about later in later episodes. I do hope to get into the garden in the next week or so. If it gets dry enough, we've had a lot of rain, but I would like to get some compost in one of the raised beds and then get some lettuce in. Because even if it does get cold and it gets ruined, it's not a big deal for lettuce. And if you actually get any, it's really nice to have the first thing from the garden for the year. That's all I have for the garden right now. As the weather gets warmer, there will be a lot more on that. In craft room, mostly I've been working on knitting. Um, I've started a pair of fingerless mitts for my mom. I'm using the Seated Mitts pattern by Heidi Buchelman. It's a free pattern on Ravelry. Uh, the yarn I actually picked up in Fort Wayne on a business trip. There was a trunk show by Molly Girl, and the dyer was actually there, and I had a nice chat with her. The base I'm using is the Baseline, and it's the Riptide colorway. It's a gray with splashes of blue and brown, and it's actually really pretty. I have the left hand mitt done and I've started on the right hand. There's not ribbing on it, but there's seed stitch at the beginning and that's what I'm working on at the moment. I'm also working on a pair of socks for my friend Matthew. Uh, these are vanilla socks with an eye of partridge heel and they are 72 stitches around on size 2.25 millimeter needles. These socks take quite a while to make, but because of a few business trips I've had recently, one sock is about an inch away from being done, and then I will start on the next one. The yarn I'm using for that is Knitpick's Hawthorne Fingering in the Buckman colorway. It's um, a variegated purpley plum kind of color with splashes of like a sky blue. I'm really impressed with this yarn. I knit mom a pair of socks for Christmas and it's been very durable and it has a really nice feel to it. Um, so I would really recommend this yarn. Um, other than knitting, I have been doing some paper crafts. I've been working on Easter decorations. I made a new banner for the mantle and in my dining room I have a picture frame that has wires on it with Ikea hooks. And then I hang um, little decorative journaling cards, things I've cut out on my silhouette, um, all kinds of things seasonally, and I switch that out about every month, and I can put a picture of that in the show notes as well, because that probably wasn't a very good description. Uh, my plans for upcoming crafting, I will be going to the movies on Saturday with a friend to see Beauty and the Beast, 
and sitting through a two-hour movie is really not my thing. I don't sit still well, so I will be casting on a new pair of socks, um, and I will get the ribbing done on those before I go to the movies, so then it'll just be a straight six inches to knit before having to do a heel. So I can do that while watching a movie in the dark. I'd like to start an acrylic painting. One of my goals this year was to start painting again. I was actually a fine arts major in college, and I haven't painted in quite a while, so I bought myself a set of acrylic paints because I don't want to get into oils again. But I do want to start painting, so I'm hoping to start a painting of something. I haven't decided what yet. Uh, the last project that I am actively planning to work on is last year I, I got in radio flyer wagon that needed some work. It's the kind with the wooden slats on the sides. It had been left outside for quite a while, but someone posted it on our local classified site for $15, which is a steal compared to the retail price of those. Uh, so I repainted the slats, the color of orange and the Rusty Fox logo, and then the bottom dad rebuilt for me because it was completely rotted and falling apart. So he, he built a new bottom with the slats, and that is going to be painted black. And then the metal parts will get respray painted just to have a nice finish on them. And then I'm going to use the silhouette to create a stencil. I've been taking things out to the garden or picking produce from the garden. It will be nice. It's just something I want. It's kind of a cute thing, but I think it will be nice to have on the farm. So that's all I have for crafts. Um, this has been a short podcast. I'm not sure if they will get longer over time, but we'll see. But thank you for joining me, and I hope you'll return for the next episode. You can find links to everything I've talked about at RustyFoxFarm.com. You can also find me on Facebook and Instagram as RustyFoxFarm, or you can email me at Emily at RustyFoxFarm.com. The theme music is Groundwork by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. <laughs>